No, that's why he has the nunchucks to kill the big roaches. That's. It is episode 39 of Lunchtime in Rome. Pull up a chair and join us around the table here. I am with Eric. What's up, guys? MJ. Hey, everybody. And we are Lunchtime in Rome. And you're Brian. And I'm Brian. Yes, that's very good. Um, Got to remember me in this podcast, I think. Right. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Find everything that you need at lunchtimeonrome.com, including show notes. Um, all of the past episodes are out there. You sang that. Show notes. Show <laughs> notes are oh, out boy. there. And uh, yeah, that's that's where you find us at our hub, lunchtimeonrome.com. Uh, we've got some really, really great materials. Some weeks are lighter. Some weeks are heavier. But they always um, seem to meet people right where they need to be. And, and um, it's been real. I, f- I feel like this week's been a week of like humbling feedback and people, you know, mm-hmm. getting in touch with us. Really humbling feedback. Like, you know, I don't want to share every story and I don't know if every story is, is able to be shared, but yeah. man, thanks for sending us messages privately, you know, yeah. you know to us. Um, and just saying how much you love the show. Don't ever and, forget. You're at this table. If you're yeah. listening to this, you're at this table. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Why? <laughs> Just say what the show's about. Well, that's different than why you're at the table. But it has a big part to do with it. What was that? A big part to do with it. The point of the story is this. We are hanging out in Rome, and we're having lunch. That's what we're doing. Okay, not really, but in theory or figuratively, that's what we're doing. And so if you pulled up a chair and you're hanging out with us, you're one of the guys, and I mean that in a guy or girl kind of a sense, you're hanging out with us, and we're sharing life. If you're watching on facebook like beth strauss is i was talking about your son beth in front of your daughter today you want to share your life make a comment right now on facebook and we will celebrate with you we will mourn with you because that's what this is based on romans 12 15 rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn we love hearing from you thanks for the feedback and uh that's what we do for the first part of this podcast just live life and talk about our lives the second part of the podcast we sort of teach about life and how to keep people from feeling alone, mm-hmm. specifically in that regard. And then we throw it all away by judging people at the end. Yeah, but then also building people up at the very end with our do, can't do better segment. Yeah, but I'm sorry, or Brian, I totally interrupted you at the beginning of the show. No, 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 no that's that's fine. I was just going to say that um, this, this week... Uh, it seems like we have had a lot of feedback. Um, we we put out on Facebook the 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 topic like we do every week, and we're going to be talking about um, things like depression and anxiety this week and how not to feel alone um, as we go through them. I think that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, but we did just want to say up front that this is just we're not experts on the subject. When did you get your doctorate? Your I have never. Pretty I, I went pretty I, hard diploma. I went to <laughs> Pitt Johnstown for about. 30 days to be a psychologist. I don't think that counts. As I don't know if it does. No, I, I Although you might be the most learned. Uh, I you have may a, have taken the most class I have a degree in graphic design. <laughs> um, but yeah, those 30 days that I tried to take psychology, um, you know, maybe that does not qualify no, me to, because it's a serious, a very serious. So, so we don't want to, and we want to be very upfront about it in this podcast. We don't want to come off as experts in the matter of depression. There's people out there that are well-paid, that, that can do that for you. But and from the get-go, if you're suffering from that and you even have the least bit of an inkling to get help, get help. Yeah. This is not your help. Yes. 90% of what we're going to do here tonight is for those who have somebody in their life that are struggling with that mm-hmm. and how to not be a jerk, mm-hmm. I think maybe is the way to put it. Yeah. How to not How do you join somebody in that? Or at least how do you not hurt them? Right. Is, is really where we're going or for if right. you're in it if you're in the midst of that what do you do like what you know how, how, do, you, how and, do you and what not to do we were right. talking about that before the show started I think we're very good at what not to do and I think that's just as, as important mm-hmm. if you know like what to do that's great yeah but definitely know what not to do it might mm-hmm. even be more important I don't know yeah but yeah 
So with all that being said, I want to kind of kick this off about kind of what we what I did this week because I had a great week, man. It's it's been a lot of fun, and to kind of tie in with the the interaction, um, Alexis and I. Well, first of all, we left here last Friday night, which was when we did the podcast. I play hockey on Friday nights, and I had floated to these guys that you know it'd be fun if you guys wanted to come out. It's it's a you know a beer league over thirty hockey league, and uh, next thing I know, we're out. I'm out there, and everybody like Rachel and Jay and Eric and and Chris and just all the people and their shout and I was. It was so amazing and overwhelming. You had the uh, most fans. Then. Yes, you I did. had the most fans. I think maybe of anybody that's ever come to Murraysville at, this, at one time. You well, had we had four. A blast. Of, you had four of the seven. No, not four. Six of the seven fans. Yeah. Or no, nine fans. There was like three. I was going to say it might be eight. Yeah. Right. But there yeah. might have been. Okay. Regardless, yeah. I felt overwhelmed by uh, just appreciation because it's it's late Friday night and uh, and you guys had so early. much fun and that was we the, did have a lot of fun. Still smells a little. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that hockey pad smell. Yeah, but then I think I think that so that was a great way to start the weekend off and mm. the week before the podcast. But then Saturday. Um, it was my well Monday was technically this past Monday was my uh, 18th anniversary of being married to Alexis, but um, Saturday we we celebrated, and I'd been looking forward to that for a while, and so um, kind of slept in on Saturday and went out, and um, Alexis and I each got a tattoo, and um, neither of us had had them before, so it was a new experience for both of us. We did it together, which I thought was awesome. And then um, we went out to eat at uh, there's a place near us called Pub Three Three Three, and I love that place. Yeah, they've, it's it's not like super complicated food. They don't have like this huge menu, but what they have, they do pretty well. And um, Alexis had never had French onion soup, and I I'm not Ooh. a big French onion soup. Well, like French I, it's not a, in my past, but I went there one time and had their French onion soup, just trying it as an, an as an adventure, and it's so delicious and so alexis and i had that she was just she loved it we had this um like pesto and chicken pizza i think is i think it was really good it was a really interesting flavor there'll be a picture of it yeah for the show yeah it was really good and and then we went to this new this new cider house um near us called uh stonewall and got to have fun with different ciders, and we just sat outside. Her so they have I, multiple ciders, different, yeah, different. They have mead, which mead is uh, like a, it's yes. a fermented honey, and, and, yeah. and it was so fun, and it was so good. Did you like mead? I did like the mead. I've only it was, had it was a once, actually my favorite. Was, really? Yeah, wow. it was my favorite. I was not a fan. Yeah. So Not like there. it's there's like the, Alexis and I got this like sampler and mm-hmm. it went from like really sweet to almost like, um, you know, just. I don't know, like a champagne kind of a thing, like dry, but all of it was really good in its own way. Um, but like it's, it's a newer business and the owners were great. They were, you know, very, you know, involved and, and just really fun. But all of that was a highlight. But I think one of my favorite moments was we were sitting there, Alexis and I are just sitting outside on the, on the street, um, you know, at, at the tables and this other couple comes up and, <laughs> And we just got into the best conversations and which how rare is that? It was. And it, yeah, it wasn't like, Hey, let's talk for a little bit. And then like, we just, like, they didn't want to leave. Like they had to go somewhere else. I could tell that they didn't want to leave. They kept going. All right, well, I guess we should, uh, but man, we were just having an awesome time. And I started telling them about the podcast and I want to give a shout out, uh, to Mike and Kristen, um, because they, I was telling them a little bit about the podcast and, <clears throat> they they looked it up and and um, I texted them the next day and just you know told them we had a great time. And well, didn't you say their reaction was I can't believe <laughs> there's three guys in Penn Hills that are doing a podcast. <laughs> this is probably like fifty. Yeah, and and and, and I was <laughs> none this good. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. or was, humble. It's the best produced podcast by far. in Penn Hills. Self declared. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I believe that was in the Mueller report. <laughs> yes, yes, that's oh. very true. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, I'm I'm texting them the next day because you know we talked about the pool and and coming over and uh, and they're like, oh, unfortunately, we're on our way up to to New York to to you know pick up whatever to pick up somebody, but we started listening to the podcast. We're on episode three. They started at the beginning and they started listening to all podcasts. I'm already blown away. I know, right? Which and means they got ep- through the echoes. Episode one, the most awful audio, <laughs> and, and I did tell them I was like, it gets better, and like. Oh gosh, I can't believe them. I'm proud of them. So yeah, proud. and and I just was like, "What do you think?" And 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 
One of them responded. I don't know who, who it was, but they said, I'm feeling better about feeling alone. I'm not 100% sure what that means, but it blew my mind because like, it's impacting them in some way, shape, or form yeah. in, in a positive way, it seems like. So well, that's awesome. It was That was just awesome. And so, you know, that's that's kind of been my week. It's what I did, and it's what I ate. So. And that could, I mean, going back to what Jay was saying, like what the show's all about, you do have a seat at this table. We don't want you to feel alone. And if at any time you feel like you need to reach out to somebody, we are always here. Hey, it's I'm awesome. glad that Amanda O'Neill is at the table because somebody was talking about her just an hour and a half ago, and it was a good thing. Boom. That's all. A little shout out. All right. Um, yeah, they have a seat at the table. There was something I wanted to say, but I got distracted. All right. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Mike and Kristen are going to feel blessed that we talked about them on the podcast when they catch up in like two months. In like two, yeah. <laughs> if they stick with it. That's right. Yeah. Hey, this week for me has been crazy. I got sick. Like, I don't get sick, you know, because yeah. my immune system went nuts years ago and ate my thyroid and all that stuff, so I never get sick. <laughs> Um, so I got a cold and it was miserable because it's also the first week of volleyball practice. So we go eight thirty to one every day. So I'm coaching for four and a half hours. So when you have a head cold and yeah. your snots coming out of your head and you don't get good night sleeps, it's great. You want to be talking a lot and right. not to having to think. And, and I think it's really healthy for the girls. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, that I'm, I'm I'm running drills. We have, you know, forty two different volleyballs in the gym, so I'm touching most of them at least once. Um, but also Joe and Bella have started golf this week, which is yeah. kind of crazy to see Bella in an athletic environment because she doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have to be at the course at 7 a.m., yeah. so even earlier. Jeez. I'm not a morning. I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah. not really a morning person. Um, but it's been a good week, and it's been a busy week. Um, but what I want to talk about, well, we could talk about the fact that I gave you sausage that I made that I ruined then um, I was going to throw you it had away. Such scorn for that sausage! I did. I was going to throw it away. My first Ugh. idea actually was to just grind more park pork and blend it in with that. But then it would have been, and so I just was going to throw it away. But I gave it to you, and Brian liked it, so <laughs> it all works out. I liked it, Alexis. My whole family, you blessed me. There so. we go. I'm waiting that, for those ribs again. You kept talking. About I have not ribbed in a while. Yeah. I have not ribbed in a while. Yeah, I actually thought that. about if it. If you could get on that, yeah, I will do my best. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeez. But I just got here. Uh, before I, today was a wild day in that I got done with, you know, first I had volleyball, then I had to drive the kids to golf, but then I had to pick the kids up from golf because of the thunderstorms. And then I had to meet somebody at the church. And so I just had all these meetings that were not quite right. So, like, mm-hmm. I always kind of went home for 10 minutes in between these meetings. The last one was at Eaton Park with Chesney Malaski, where we were talking, and Mike was there too, her man Mike. Oh, not her dad, because her dad's also named Mike. Correct. Right. Um, the, Chesney has asked me to speak at a festival in a couple weeks, Labor Day weekend, up in Port Allegheny, Pennsylvania, which... It sounds like it's in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere. Well, mm. she said, it's not a bad drive. It's three and a half hours. You so just like near Allegheny Forest? She goes, you just go up 28. Oh, oh, oh said, that is Narnia, man. That's I don't know what happens. Like out St. There. Mary's, PA, like that, it is like. Well, so she I goes, you no just idea. go up twenty eight for three and a half yeah. hours, but it's where <laughs> it turns you know, into a dirt she road. She had lived there, and they have like an old school town square. And this oh, cool. is in two thousand sixteen. I think was the first year she had a Break the Chains Coalition festival. And it's the chains of addiction, the chains mm. of self harm, mm-hmm. and it is a it's a Christian based organization. We kind of like the first year they had you know booths and whatnot, and there was 110 people that showed up, and I think last year it was something like 500 people came and everything else. And then this year it's much bigger, and they have Adelaide as a group, oh, okay. a Christian band. And I looked, and their one video has 500,000 hits on YouTube, mm-hmm. which that's no small feat. No, I mean right. I've got one that's got like 26. Well, right. a thousand just views. Just 26. Right. Um, <laughs> and so she had asked me to be their featured speaker for Friday night. Oh, cool. And so there's a bunch of bands that start around four o'clock. One woman's going to speak for like 15 minutes. Then the semi featured band. And then I come on the stage at 730, 7 or 730. When is this? In two Fridays. Two Fridays. Okay. Friday of Labor Day weekend. Gotcha. And she wants me to speak because it's it's sort of focused on teens that night. And she said, you know, obviously that I will be good because of my years in young life and I can speak to to teenagers, but also to everybody else that's there. And what's so great about and then after me is this band Adelaide, the featured band of the night. Yeah. And so we talked. She's like, hey, do what you want. 
you know, like whatever God puts on your heart. I love your learn to love segments and what you do in your podcast and everything else. And it was a great time getting together. But what I really love about it is I have no idea how that's going to go. <laughs> like I'm in a town square yeah. where there's booths set up. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's a hard room. Yeah, it is a you've hard had, room. You've had music for two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Then me. Yeah, but you also do like the Hall of Fame thing, which you said is challenge, like the the Western Pennsylvania Hall of Fame, because like, and and you've described how challenging Penn that Hill is. Sports Hall of Fame, but go ahead. whichever it is, yeah, you. But you, when I have to scold the crowd and be quiet, yeah, these and grown so men, I, you'll be good, man. You'll <laughs> well, be no, fine. and I don't. And again, as humble you know, you know as I can be, it. I don't doubt that. But I'm like, well, this is exciting, right? Like, yeah. you've never done something you like know, this. Right, and before. a long sermon for me is 25 minutes, and I have a half hour. Well, yeah. how much of it is do I introduce myself? Right. How much do I play the tray card? You know, because. Without being completely Trey, insensitive, Trey is who? What happened? Trey would be my son, okay, who passed away from cancer. Um, but that's part of my story, mm-hmm. right? And also, when you start talking about your kid with cancer, eh, people get quiet. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I can play that card. I'll right. let him up for at least a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and then I take him from there. You know, it's yeah. it's so outstanding. I cannot wait. Um, on so many levels, like I have some ideas what I'm going to say. Yeah, but yet so much of me also is. All right, let's see what the room looks like. Mm-hmm. Is anybody listening? Is, right. it, is it all a bunch of like church people? So I'm going to just basically, you know, berate them for judging people who look different from them and, mm-hmm. and feel different and, yeah. and and teach about, talk about emotional responding. Yeah. Am I going to talk about the cup and talk about being alone? You know, and I don't know. It should be fun. Wow. I go for berating and judgment. I think it's that, that always works. I mean, I was going to say promote the podcast. <laughs> there is that. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30, 30 minutes, minutes of, of promoting lunchtime. Hey, Adelaide. Um, <laughs> in the first podcast, we went over. Adelaide's favorite podcast, Lunchtime in Rome. You could, you could almost do a podcast a minute. I could. I mean, we're, we'll be on episode Some would say that's all it's but... worth. No, they wouldn't say that. Uh, I could also talk about jmitlow.com. Right. Good bit. Right. There right. you go. Right. Raise money for air conditioning and fellowship health and church. There we go. Uh, there we're so done. many Bucket. things you could do. You guys could get done. these organizations that help people get off drugs and yeah, I don't know. stop self-harm, or yeah. you might be able to buy flooring for fellowship hall. Hey, <laughs> whatever I think the theme do. and the purpose would be more to help other than promote, but um, if you feel like promoting, <laughs> you got a half an hour to do it. She so. didn't say that it wasn't. Right. There you go. Right. But I'm excited for the opportunity. Yeah, that sounds awesome. We'll find out what happens. Yeah. That sounds Uh, awesome. Are you going to be recording it or do you you have any idea? Nope. Okay. Cool. I I mean, if nothing else, I'll probably record it. Sure. Which will be terrible quality. So. So we had in this community um, some of the best weather we've experienced in a long time this past weekend. So, like... Fridays, it was Saturday, pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Why can I not remember the weekend? It was Saturday was gorgeous. I feel like we set a record for like oh. how long it was like sunny and clear sky and like really pleasant. And you know what? One of the on Sunday, Amy and I were talking. Well, let me back up. Saturday, we went to the farmers market in Monrovo. We've never been there before. It was awesome. I love the farmers oh, yeah, market. You talked about I went that to one today. Week. I love it. You said you were going to go last week? We were, yeah, and it was great. And What'd you buy? Uh, we got some peaches. We got a bunch of produce. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, At a farmer's market? Right? It's crazy. Mm. But I mean, I can't remember like everything that we got. You know, we got fresh lettuce, apples, tomatoes, Tomato. potatoes. Um, Wait, it was a cooking show, and I got a judge, a judge on a cooking show, Duffy Goldman or whatever uh, his right. name is, the baker. He said, kale is like what happens when you mix spinach with nickels. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Did, did you get kale? No. Do you don't eat kale? No. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. Um, it tastes like whenever somebody makes those uh, kale chips, it tastes like fish, fish food, food smells. It yeah. really does. I think we've talked about this. Yes. On. It's not yeah. we're not we're not fans exist. of kale sorry no. as it is i apologize for the interruption no that's okay but it was awesome and then we we uh had some extra time and we went uh we took mags on the swings out there in Monroeville park and she giggled and laughed she loves it she has that like gene in her that like she loves the drop feel so mm-hmm. like every time like you drop her she's like giggles yeah. um so i think she's going to be a little adventurous um in her lifetime and and then we went to breakfast at the Gateway Grill. And Gateway Grill, you know, great little restaurant mm-hmm. in Monroe. It's, good. it's yep. good. Near Putt Putt. Never been there for breakfast though. Yeah, me neither. And it was great. I had a, a veggie omelet and uh it was fantastic. And uh 
Mags, you know, we just sit her and sit her down and she eats everything. It's, you know, she's like a garbage disposal. It was, <laughs> it was insane. Um, but it was just a lovely, lovely day. Um, and then lovely, we went to, cause I wanted to save this for pod. We went to Narcissi's winery ah. on Saturday night and man, the weather, like the sun, the glow. Oh man. It was just a beautiful night. And then rolling into Sunday, Sunday was one of those days. Cause we talked about this, Brian, about like, um, it was just nice out. It wasn't real, real hot. Cause like, like in, in Pittsburgh, we get real, yeah. real, real, real hot or real, 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 real not. Yeah. And, um, it was just like perfect weather to do something outside that didn't have to deal with water. Right. Like we like to save those really, really hot days for swimming and hanging out in the pool. Yeah. And I was like, let's go do something that we normally don't like to do in the summertime when it's really, really hot. So we went to the neighborhood flea down on the strip district and we found ancient. Hmm. <laughs> we're kind of late to the game with having kids. You know, we're in our, our later thirties and we mm-hmm. had our first kid and this was a place where nobody had kids, <laughs> but it was, it was cool. They had all these little vendors oh. that had like their, you know, their crafts and stuff for sale and their food trucks. And Is we had, because we had people were older or younger, younger, oh, okay. like it was all like, you know, younger millennials and, you know, older zillennials, yeah. whatever. Um, but it was, it was good. It was, it was fun. And we enjoyed the, we enjoyed the good weather. It was, it was just so nice this past weekend. <laughs> it was my favorite part of the week. Yeah. Yeah. That was my week. Wow. Right. And then you said your boss has been out, so you've been getting crushed at work. Yeah, this week. I mean, yeah, the, the work week has been has been pretty hectic, but also okay. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, when when work's so busy that it, it flew by. Like Right, and it's good I, to be needed. Yeah. Right. And that's also And I feel like he, I'm staying on top of everything that he has nothing to worry about. Ooh. Which is also good. Yeah, it is. You know? That's awesome. Um, no transitions. Um, but we really were thinking about a topic for this week and Brian, you know, because he's really the spiritual one in the group and the one that has always got the softest heart. Um, <laughs> I hide it well, but I, yeah, I, you're, you're a big I, softy. Oh yeah. Brought up the idea of depression and anxiety and sort of the impact on people's lives and what can, you know, what's in that for lack of a better term. And we're really overwhelmed as I posted about it. We got some good feedback on it, both on the Facebook page, or it's on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. I, was, I don't know why I don't know where I was commenting, um, but also <clears throat> got some private messages and it's really the untold story. You know, the people with depression and anxiety, Yeah, it's so much more impactful than I think most people who don't suffer from it yeah. would ever realize. Um, and I think we really do need to to look at that condition in that disease for lack of any other term, it's a disease, depression and anxiety. I don't mean t- they're not the same and there's other yeah. things that go with it and there's levels of it and all that kind of stuff. And we're, we're re- reiterating we're not doctors. Yeah. But I do know that being alone in those situations is not good. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of the break the chains coalition, you know, I know a lot of people that suffer from addiction and one of the phrases they have is halt and it's never be hungry alone or hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. People that suffer from addiction, addiction. live by halt because those are the triggers. Don't be right. right. Hungry, right. angry, lonely. And the same thing is true with people in depression. Like when they get, it is alone in what like Corey pointed out sometimes in one of her comments that you don't want to reach out. But you don't want to be lonely, but you don't want to reach out. And right. you sort of get in that like trap thing. Yeah. You don't want to be a burden. You don't want to be a burden. Right. You don't want to be the person that always has the problem. Right. right. You know, that, oh, can't you just what? Be happy. Can't yeah. you get, you know, get over, get over it. it. And yeah. so let's let's dive into really what not to do. Yeah. And on, you know, we're still on Facebook Live. And so I would love to hear from anybody, you know, A, what not to do. And even if you want on, you know, on live, share what someone has done. If you want, if you want us to mourn with you, we will mourn with you because we did have, um, you know, Lisa messaged and said how she finally decided to get help. And Lisa went to a doctor and told her family. And while her mother was great, her brother was not Hmm. and said, you know, you got to get over it. 
and stop being so sad and and it broke their relationship yeah. that in her darkest moment of her life yeah they almost got angry with her right. so number one don't be angry right <laughs> you know uh, so my heart broke for lisa and just hearing her story while i was elated that you know her best friend and her mom was there for her how her brother and again i think her brother's a bad guy he just dropped the ball and let's talk let's dive a little bit deeper into that so let's talk about like his side of the story and like you're dealing with a person that you might be getting frustrated by and you, right. and rightly so like you're like come on can we just like because it could be like the whole eeyore thing like here you go again right and like there there is like genuine frustration and some sometimes where you know and what do you do it like because i know we've talked about it and like it doesn't matter you still have to comfort them but if you would like expand on that and like that kind of like that part of the story. Well, to a degree, I want to go even further back. Sure. So you are someone and you've got somebody who is struggling, let's say with anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Well, how does that negatively manifest itself to you? Okay. All right. Hey, I want to hang out with you. I know you've been struggling lately. Hey, let's go wherever you want to go. I don't know. I don't know. No, really. But they're too anxious to go somewhere. Right. So finally you make plans. And you're yeah. like, okay, we're going to go out Friday night to your favorite restaurant, yep. and I'm not inviting anybody else, yep. so it's not a big deal. And you think like you're this, I don't even say hero, because that's mocking the person. You're doing everything, quote unquote, you can yeah. to make it the most easy night out for them. Right. And 10 minutes before you go out, that person calls you and says, um, they either make up a lie, mm-hmm. right. or they just say, I can't do it. Right. Yep. And now gotta, you booked this Friday night, yep. and you did all this stuff, and you've been over backwards. And the first problem is... What I just said, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're making you it about you. Get angry. Yeah. You I did get all bitter. this. Yeah, but when I say is I want to go a step further back is okay. Why does that bother you so much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe dad never had enough time for you. Maybe mom didn't spend a lot of time with you. Maybe you had a friend that chilted you back in the day, and so this is revisiting a hurt that you haven't fixed, and now you're frustrated with this person. I mean, I'm not saying that it should be easy. Sure. But I had a child with cancer. That wasn't easy. Okay, but it this also person, this person has anxiety. Right. That's not easy. Right. So the stigma. I mean, it's not a decision they made. Right. Yeah. She didn't sit there and say, you know what? I think I want to cancel again. That's yeah. going to be great. Right. I'm going yeah. to frustrate them. Yep. And if we go back to our episode on the emotional cup, what happens? Okay. So I decided I can't go out. That's what came out of the top of her emotional cup. <clears throat> I can't go out tonight. So that goes right into guilt. And self-condemnation. I failed my friends right. again. I did it again. They hate me. I'm the worst friend in the world. Mm-hmm. You need to realize that's what they're going through. And offer grace one more time. And maybe take a look at yourself as yeah. to why do you get so frustrated. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point. Because, you know, there, there's these these verses in the Bible. You know, and, and you always say don't read your Bible too fast. And, and, again, not a Christian podcast. But some of these things just really jump out and hit you in the face sometimes. And... You know, there's there's the whole teaching about how many times should I forgive this person? Jesus is like seventy times seven, you know, and, and well, it's, they it, say seven times. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he he just he's like doubling down, like no, you it, and like you hear that, and it's like oh okay, yeah, that's. But then when it happens to you in real life again and again, and 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 you're being tested with that, you start to be like, like for me, I'm like, oh man, you're really getting under my skin, and and uh, so it's it, it's a great opportunity for you to to learn that humility on your side of things even as you're being tested. But again, it's not about you. You know, it's just one of those things like, I don't know, you were just mentioning. Right, but you can't ignore you. Right. That's sort of my second point, which is, okay, this is bothering me. Why? Maybe it's because it's a little fear I have in and of myself or some hurts I've had in the past. So that's the beauty of it is it's not about you, but you need to address you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Another point in the what we saw, we got excited about what not to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back to our podcast on emotional responding, and if we were a better podcast, we would say well, that was episode, yeah, episode <laughs> yeah. three, probably all of those things apply in these situations. You know, uh, Heather commented when people say when they one up you, yeah, when you're having a, you know, again, there's a difference between having a bad day and being depressed, but I can't imagine suffering from depression and having somebody say, oh, I know I get sad too. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, do you have any idea what goes through my mind? Right. Do you understand the darkness that I live in? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you understand the fake face I put on every day? Yeah. And you're telling me you understand? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the, the really, the worst comfort in the world 
or maybe that's an over exaggeration, but maybe not is. I know just how you feel. Ugh, it's the yeah, worst. Yeah, we've talked about it before. That's and that's selfish. That's yeah. one of the four ways you can poorly emotionally respond to somebody. Yeah. So somebody says to you, oh, I'm just so anxious. Oh, I know just how you feel. And you don't. You're, you're stealing it from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is so frustrating. And that's also the same thing is, oh, you think you have it bad. <laughs> oh, let me tell you that. You know, Heather wrote that and that that shatters my heart. Because, I mean, I know Heather, and I know a lot of Heather's Heather's issues, and she wants to grab them by the throat and say, no, let me tell you all my stories. <laughs> and so what? So what? If, right. if, if somebody's story is worse, so mine doesn't matter. Right. But again, why does that person share that story? Right, because they've been hurt. Because, like, there's, you know, there's, there's levels of, you know, if you want to, you know, kind of get spiritual about it, there's, like, earthly levels of, of intensity of bad things happening to people. Like, Jay, you lost your son to cancer. I don't really know. It's worse than that. Like, that's the worst. And then there's I can make a list, you know. And then yeah, you could, but that's because you're you, right? Like, there's people out there that like I can't imagine anything worse than that. But then Jay, you're, you know, you're like, yeah, I, I could. But then like, there's somebody that you know, maybe they broke their finger, you know. Or there's somebody that could go through one of the things that's on my list that would be worse and go, no, no, Jay, yours is worse. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Like the, you know, there's no scale. Right. There's no scale, and you know everybody needs comfort in some way and whatever they're going through in that time in their life, you know? And I think that's so important because like there's going to be something that's going on in everybody's lives all the time, whether it's good or bad. Uh, you guys have, you guys have both, well, you, Eric, especially have drilled it into my head. We're all going through our journey. Everybody's on a journey, you know, and that, mm-hmm. that, that always gives me pause. Like, to remember that that you know regardless of what i'm going through that other person's also going through it yeah and i have no idea what little prison that they're they've locked themselves into or what how they're abusing themselves in their mind and how they're trying to function in this world out here with all of this going on and i mean we were talking a little bit before the podcast i'm by no means a depressed person but you have your days where um you just you don't feel like getting out of bed you don't yeah. talk to anybody you're fragile it's paralyzing and there's people that live all the time like that but then they still have to go out and do it right. you know and so it, it is so important to, to to just always go back to that i mean it's a simple phrase but um, you know, we are all on our journey. So be cognizant of that. You have no idea what that person's going through. You know, we just had the whole thing with, with Mr. Babbitt this, this past week, we touched on it on the podcast last week. You have no idea. You just don't know. Like yeah. all outward signs are pointing to this guy's fine. This guy's great. He's the, you know, top teacher. And then all of a sudden he comes out waving a gun and, and gets shot by police. And you know, how did that happen? And so, um, I think when you're when you're dealing with somebody like that, you you just please remember that you know. Yeah, the word is grace. Yeah, we need to extend much more grace in all situations. Yeah, from somebody cuts you off in traffic. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a story there. All the way right. to somebody struggling with depression or anxiety in our world. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? The speaking of that, so I'm at the uh, the intersection in Penn Hills, coming up Rhode Island Road. You can either make a right, go to Jefferson, or straight up to Frankstown by Schwartzel's Pharmacy. Oh, sorry that they tore no, that down fifty years like ago. Like by Wendy's. Go oh, ahead. okay. Um, and I'm just waiting at the light, and you know, there's a car behind me that I noticed like creeped by, and then there was like a bigger truck, and there, but there was a, another SUV that I didn't see, and then the this is behind me, and then there was two cars in front of me, and they started to pull up, getting ready to go. So I pulled up a little bit, and then this guy creeps up beside me, like real close, you know, and I guess he probably could have like gone like two minutes ago, you know, when we first got to the light, but I had just been sitting there and I look over and to my right and he is just MF in me. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I hate this because I had no idea that you were there. You're in a blind spot. I would have totally moved up if you would give a little toot, like toot, toot, toot like a little polite toot, toot. And, uh, that's so great. <laughs> You're like, and I'm just like, sorry. Oh, it's and tired. then I get angry. Then I'm like, cause I don't, I don't get to like express my side of the story and I just want to be, that's one of my things is I just want to be heard. I, you can be, you can totally disagree with me. I could be totally wrong. I just want to be heard. But in that situation, I can't yell back. Like right. we're both yelling in these well, boxes. Well, let me explain that, to you yeah, right. what just happened. <laughs> right. Um, but no, it's the, yeah, it's totally true. I love that that had to come out. 
<laughs> it did. It had to come out. Like, like when, when, when I, when I remembered that story, I was like, I can't sit on this. rabbit hole. Let's jump. <laughs> That's it. Um, and you know what? Maybe that guy. Saw, never mind. I'm not going to tie it back in. But <laughs> we talked about the four ways we poorly emotionally respond. And I want to go back to Lisa's story. You know, with can't you just get over it? And that's critical. And I don't mean critical like it's important. Being critical of somebody who is suffering from anxiety and mm-hmm. depression and that kind of stuff. I, I that is so destructive mm-hmm. because you already feel alone. Feel right. alone. Nobody understands how I feel. I am all alone in this, in this darkness. I don't understand myself, alone anything else. And then to have that confirmed by a loved one is so damaging mm-hmm. and, and, and has to be avoided. Oh, just get over it. Oh, yeah. people have been sad. Oh, it, you know, those kind of things can't be done. And we talked about being selfish. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. You certainly don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, with facts, logic, and reason is another poor emotional response. And I think sometimes if somebody's struggling with depression or anxiety, if they care to share, if they let it out. Well, look, here's the problem. It's a chemical imbalance. You need to go to the doctors. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Let's go get you, get you a therapist, everything else. That may all be true. Right. Those are all facts. It's logic. That's Or you've been through a lot. You, yeah. you, you were in war or... You know, your father just died or whatever it is. And you list all the reasons why they are the way they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't does change. Ch- I was going to say, does it change anything? It doesn't change it. Right. The fourth poor emotional response is neglect. And we go, well, who would neglect that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think a oh, lot of people. A lot of people. Oh, a lot of people do. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to dip my toe in that water. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people avoid. I mean, I'm I'm totally guilty of that. And actually, we'll be talking about that in the can't do better. But like, there's so many times where I have dropped the ball. There's times where like I haven't answered because it's inconvenient. It's inconvenient. I haven't answered the phone. Yeah. Or I haven't. You know. Yeah. You know, you can tell like when somebody's like asking you for something, but they don't like directly ask you, and you're just, and so like, you can get off by not saying they never actually asked. <laughs> right. right. You know, yeah. God put or it on just my like, heart to answer, or but I didn't. <laughs> or just like, please don't ask. Please don't. Okay. Whew. And then you think about it later. It's like, yeah, I should have. I, sh- I should have asked if they needed something, you know, like, <laughs> and then the guilt hits and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and I want to I think I want to touch on Corey, Corey's other point, too. I, I mean, as long as you were done with those four, I wanted to touch on Corey's other point and just see what your thoughts were at being a pastor, you know, on her her comment about having to deal with these things and then having the stigma of, you know, religion or, you know, that kind of a thing weighing over all of that well i think there's two things that you said there one is the stigma yeah um and i touched on that a little bit earlier with um you know hey my kid had cancer well you know that's a disease well depression is a disease but it doesn't get treated that way Mm -hmm. very often right um same thing with addiction you know when somebody you know backslides Mm -hmm. um you know, falls off the wagon, or whatever else. You know, like nobody ever said, "Oh, geez, I can't believe your cancer came back." Gah. Right. You're like, oh, what are you sad again? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so there is a terrible stigma that goes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, from the religious standpoint, I think it's just another burden that gets put on you. Mm-hmm. You know, look, Jesus died for your sins. That's enough. Mm-hmm. That's all better. Right. Okay. Now I feel guilty that I feel yeah. that way. Yeah. And I think too, in that we, especially like what you just, Oh Jesus. And it's true. And, and at some point Jesus is going to take all these things from us when we're made perfect. And he, and again, not a Christian podcast, but in that respect, it but, is, but this podcast deals with Christians. It, it does. And, and, you know, Corey brought up the, the idea of, of stigma and Jesus is making us healthy. Jesus is making us whole, but it's not going to happen here. And guess what else? Jesus, <laughs> We are becoming a Christian podcast. And I'm going to stop talking about that because it's just the podcast. Jesus was on earth, went back into heaven and said, okay, you take my place. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want you to go judge that person that is suffering from depression. Mm -hmm. He wants you you to go be with them. And he wants you to be a part of what makes them whole again by loving them unconditionally and offering that grace. Yeah. You're not there to be judge, jury, and executioner. Right. And remind them how good Jesus is so you suck as a Christian. Right. Because now what you've taken is this already uh, debilitating condition and made them feel shameful within Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And I have no time for that. Right. None. And it's, it's, I mean, that particular perspective is, you know, it is unique to Christianity, but you know, 
so many religions do that. You know, you have some kind of issue and, and that, you know, you get thrown under the bus or why can't you heal yourself? You know, there's, there's all of those out there. Or religion of itself is a weakness, right? If you were stronger, you would just deal with it yourself. Just deal with it yourself, right? In this postmodern world in which we live. Yeah. We've talked a lot about what not to do. And really all I know is one, if you're suffering from this, you know, the best you can is to go get help. Mm -hmm. You're wondering about it. I mean, the, the best case scenario is you go to a doctor and he's like, ah, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you're not, but, but from those in our world who are suffering from any level of this, I think we just touched on it in my, you know, layman's opinion or, uh, yeah, is to simply just be present, you know, offer to -hmm. be there. They may not want it. Great. But be there again, you know, always be there for them. Don't say, I'm never going to leave you alone. Like, no, there's not that. But just to offer that grace and say, hey, I'm just checking in on you. You know, and I, and I think about people in my life that have or have not struggled. And I'm always the guy that doesn't want to impose. Mm-hmm. But maybe that sometimes I could have reached out a little bit more. Yeah. And just say, look, you know, my line is always whatever you need, whenever you need it. Yeah. Well, maybe I, I, I need to be a little more aggressive with do you need. Yeah. And not make them come to me. Yeah. It's, I, it's amazing to me how people won't ask for what they need or want. Right. Like I'm, I'm a big, like I'll ask for whatever. And there's people that that terrifies them because they might hear no, they might get rejected, you know? And, and so that's a really good point is that we can be more, you know, those of us that have the strength or, you know, have that, that, um, not burden, but have that impetus to go out and help, you know, we could, we could be a little bit more proactive and, um, cause there's a lot of people that, you know, won't, won't reach out and to be there. Yeah. Just to simply to be there and to be available to them. Yeah. I mean, we've done all right. Yeah. I don't think we could always do better. And, and I'm sorry. But before like, well, we would do better, <laughs> I do want to say one more thing. we got to come up with a signal. Well, <laughs> I, I did want to say that I do thank you everybody that has chimed in on this particular subject because it's probably very difficult for you, even if you've private messaged. You know, that that's yeah. it's brave to do that. Yeah. And, and, and so thank you for, you know, even if you don't, you know, normally feel the need to, to reach out, even if it is difficult to reach out those of you that have, you did it. And so, you know, I did want to commend you on that. Yeah. One of, one of the things of, of, of what we teach is being open, honest and vulnerable vulnerable. and your vulnerability is, is so meaningful to us that, that it gives us things to talk about and it, and even better when they're real world, real world situations. And if you did uh, private message me or comment and we didn't talk about it, uh, it's probably because I didn't want to necessarily blow up your spot and didn't know how much you know I was supposed to share. Yeah. Um, and I promised to do better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of do better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stumbled across this, which really isn't new, but it just uh, came up on uh, the Twitter and it was caught on camera. Woman loses it oh. at a gym in Grand Rapids. Oh my gosh, I've watched that. And uh, I think we'll post the video. Yes? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. Just, just be forewarned. It's, uh, there's some language in it. Yeah. <laughs> a woman was arrested after basically going bonkers. Wow, this is a professional. Um, speaking of mental health issues, I don't know that going bonkers, bonkers. is necessarily uh, on Planet Fitness employees, which was all caught on video. Fox 17 reports that the incident happened this past Tuesday, which was actually, this is 2018, um, at the Planet Fitness in Delange, Minnesota. A member of the gym posted videos on her Facebook page. You can hear the woman yell, I'm going to come back and I'm going to kill you to the employee behind the desk. I will summarize the rest of the story with, she was a guest and was not oh, allowed. She wasn't even a member. No. Oh my She gosh. was a guest and she was not allowed to use all of the amenities that members are allowed to use. Oh my word. So she flips out. She takes a phone wow. that still has like a cord and is swinging it around. Yeah. Flips over a computer. She throws the TV, the, the monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Comes at him, is pushing, I'm going to kick your, mm-hmm, everything else. He kind of slap, push, punches her down. <clears throat> and she keeps coming. The police come and she tells them that she is pregnant. And that she has miscarried because this man, and she yells on the oh video. Oh my I want to find her exact quote again. Oh my god! But she's like, "You all seen it? He hit me, and no, he didn't. <laughs> like he pushed you over. I'm pregnant, and I just miscarried because of this. So they take her to the hospital before arresting her. Oh my gosh! She was not pregnant, oh and because gosh. she was not pregnant, she did not miscarry. Wow. 
So I'm sure she has hurts in her life. I'm sure she didn't start, you know, just that day. Right. But I want to tell her to do better. And a little can't do better. The employee did not press charges. Well, and he was like, hmm. like hands off. Like he just oh, kept he's on backing back up the whole time. He, he gave it his best shot. He was like, I, I am he, not going to get in trouble here. Yeah. I am not. He really tried to play it. <laughs> <laughs> he d- he lashed out at her one time, but man, like eh, lashed out, redirected her. Yeah, yeah. I would say like de- defended himself. <laughs> Speaking wow. of defending yourself, Dateline, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is it's, this might be one of my favorites ever. Oh, the picture we got to post. We, do yourself a favor and go to our show notes and follow the link because uh, this this gentleman. Is did himself up really bad. Um, he's uh, I'll try to just, he's got dreadlocks a little bit and his face is all swollen and he doesn't have the happiest look on his face. Well, why would why would that be? Well, because he is arrested for threatening neighbors with nunchucks that hits himself with them. <laughs> Larry Adams was arrested. Larry. Larry was arrested and charged with aggravated assault and aggravated battery. Aggravated battery after he threatened to shoot neighbors playing loud music from their car, spraying them with roach spray, then attempted to intimidate them with nunchucks, then ended up hitting himself in the head with them. Oh, Larry. <laughs> and that's, womp, that's, womp. that's the synopsis of it. I don't really re- need to read the whole story, but just just get that. He was threatening his neighbors by saying he was going to shoot you them. You want a piece of this? You want a piece then of these he, then he, sprayed, nunchucks? he sprayed roach spray at them. Oh, my god! And then smacked himself in the face because he was trying to intimidate you know what I've learned about Larry? He, he needs to do better. Needs to do better. Larry has roaches. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't have roach spray unless, unless you, you got, got roaches. roaches. It's Florida though, man. It's hard not to have them down yeah, there. Yeah, but but here's the thing: roach spray does not work in Florida. No, no. They just get well, bigger. They get stronger. Yeah, they laugh. <laughs> Didn't work on his neighbors. No, that's why he the has nunchucks. the nunchucks to yeah. kill the big roaches. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> Might have he had obviously one on his own face. didn't really uh, have much practice with them. Bless his heart, as they say in the South. Of course, Florida isn't the South. Oh, that's so funny to me. Poor Larry. Sorry, Larry. I mean, hope I never meet you someday, but... Right. Wouldn't that be great if you did? Oh, hey, Larry. Well, it wouldn't be great if I did and he listened to the podcast. How do I know you? <laughs> did you make fun of me on the podcast? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Hit me with a nunchuck. <laughs> then he shoots you, and you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But some people. Some people can't do better. The hell you say. And uh, thank you, Anthony DeMarco, for uh, posting this. Um, it wasn't on our our Facebook page, but I got it from his. We found it. And uh, we appreciate it. Um, but there's a guy here locally in Pittsburgh, which I also think is pretty cool. John Potter has spent the past few years helping complete strangers. Potter of Swissvale says it started with a mid-year resolution in 2016 after he turned down a woman who asked for help. This woman came up to me and asked for a ride to the battered women's shelter, and I was having a bad day, and I said no. Mm. Wow. That's a convicting mm. moment. And we man, talked about that earlier. It's great for him to be vulnerable and admitting to it right. in the I news. would be like, uh, there was a kid who asked for a dollar, and I told him no. Since then, he's made his mission to say yes to anyone who asked for help. There's a movie about that. Yes, man. Yes, man. <laughs> he's done everything from cat sitting to home repairs. He's lent out tens of thousands of dollars and given rides to, rides in the middle of the night. But Tuesday, he did his biggest good deed yet, donating a kidney to a man he didn't know. His own? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he cut it out of somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dark side of it. He, <laughs> yeah. he does deal on the black There's market. There's good and bad <laughs> in every story. <laughs> right. Um, wow. Still couldn't do better. I mean, wow. if you really did that, yeah. that'd be unbelievable. Um, Potter found his recipient from a plea posted online by a man's daughter. I saw Why have we not heard of him? I, I don't know. Because it's good news. Because yeah. it's let's good news. Let's be cynical for a minute. Yes. But let's be part of being good news. All right. Um, I saw it late one night, six months ago. So it's been a six since month long journey. And yesterday I was able to give him my kidney, Potter said. He's alive and well. And that was kind of the fruition of all these yeses. Potter was discharged from the hospital Wednesday evening and says he'll be taking a few months off to recover. He and his wife also have a website, pghgooddeeds.com, where people can request help. Wow. So cool. So we'll That's put pretty a link, sweet. We'll definitely put a link to that in uh, in our show notes. And, yeah. Uh, 
And thanks for being awesome, John. Yeah, that stuff needs to go to like Ellen and you know all that stuff. Get, yeah. get famous, like you know. Yeah, like that's legit. I mean, you're like literally getting cut open, risking your life, <sighs> dude, for somebody for else stranger. that you don't even know. Right. To that end, there's a guy on Twitter that I've told you guys about, Bill Pulte, P-U-L-T-E. Bill Pulte. And he's a hedge fund, somebody, somebody, millionaire, gazillionaire, whatever. And basically, all day long, he gives money away to people who need it. Yeah. And he's recruited people, and he just talks about the 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 process of giving and mm. how healthy it is and so it's mm-hmm. not just him he recruits other people to be a part of this sort of like so my point is with this guy's website i wonder if he's looking for people to help give not just what they need yeah right right i hope they do maybe yeah. we'll contact him yeah we'll reach out i think we sure should he's got nothing else going on he's got a bed yeah he's, got a he's recovering so for, he's a be be months. Off for a couple yeah, months he's got time. taking some time off he's got time we to call kill. him and he's like i said i was taking some time off <laughs> jerk <laughs> wow this took a dark turn do you want to be on the podcast no <laughs> do you want to give us an interview no <laughs> i got too many hurts ah <laughs> uh, well well that was a good show and with that said you <laughs> I, I would agree i second that and with that, we uh, we thank you again for joining us, um, not just with your ears, but also, yes, Jay? I was just saying, as we, uh, just thinking, if you sit here and you go, how come they don't ever talk about whatever? Right, right. Let like, us know. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it. I don't care. Yeah. We right. could be bought for nothing. Yeah, because yeah. no, we're we th- this we would love to see this get more organic and and have you you know uh, uh, help us things. help yeah. us grow the show together. Absolutely. I'm not talking about cats. Well, it goes back to being part of the table. You're part of the table, right? You know. So if you want to hear about something, let's talk about bring, it. Bring up the topic, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, without you here, right? <laughs> so, but again, thank you not just for joining us with your eyes, but if you've joined us on Facebook, that's also awesome. Um, and uh, we thank and ears. <laughs> what i said the first time i want to go back to something else and that this smooth is, transitions this is great <laughs> the first time that you had me wrap up the show yeah you know how we were going bye yeah bye when it was me and jay see you later bye well the first night that you did it you yeah. did something completely different yeah and i laughed and then when i listened to it again on the podcast i went back and listened to it i was like people have no idea what i was laughing at <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. Just the, the completely different. What I love is the fact is you listen to the podcasts. Yeah. Unless you're not on them. I don't listen to them. <laughs> and you had to get that out. I did have Just to get like that. I had to get my thing Well, I was out. thinking about cutting grass one day. I was like, <laughs> wow, this is ending well. Yeah. We, sh- we should wrap this up here. Visit us on lunchtimeinrome.com. Please uh, give us topics if you'd like. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Do all the things We with that. See you later. Bye. Bye.